and welcome to a change in our usual programming. We understand that not everybody enjoys actual play podcasts, so those of you who don't, be reassured that we will also be continuing to make our usual discussion programmes. Right now though, let's listen to one part of A Known Mistake is Better Than an Unknown Truth. Around the table today we've got Matthew, me as uh, GM, best GM, and <laughs> Tony and well, Dave best, as players. Best GM today, definitely, on this, on this game. <laughs> well said, Tony. Well said, Tony. Um, this is our first experiment in recording an actual session, and it's a little bit impromptu. Uh, you will hear the crunch of uh, tasty Pringles, or indeed Walker's Stacks, the new Pringles alternative. Um, <laughs> Alternative, yes. <laughs> this game is brought to you by. <laughs> the, the clatter of teacups and coffee cups and things like that. This is very much a real session being recorded, so give us. And um, and Dave Sorry. may burp. I will try and <laughs> yep. edit out the worst noises Dave makes, but you know there are just so many of them that. Uh, that's well, you know, but happen. being being a being a premier GM, then you know you're allowed to do these sorts of things. And it was thirty fifteen to me at the end of that podcast, Matt. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to point out. Right. Um, so, uh, since you're such a brilliant GM, just remind me, how long does a portal jump take? Uh, the jump itself is instantaneous, but you need, uh, I think it's four hours of preparation to, mm-hmm. to do the calculations. Okay. So, um, But before we get there, I'm going to be, I'm in the chapel praying. <clears throat> right, yes. Um so uh, let's just catch everybody up uh, with uh, uh, with kind of what's been happening. Uh, our uh, pilot has received a contract uh, to go and retrieve a um, uh, client's lover from a dangerous situation, and you're on your way there. Um, you're uh, about to go through a portal. Uh, on on your way there, uh, you've joined a convoy, and this is uh, the the usual thing to do is to make sure that you um, try and bless your ship and the darkness between the stars. So, Dave, tell me what you're doing in the chapel. Um, well, first of all, I just introduce myself just for uh, oh, good, good purposes, purposes of the tape. So, I am Yafet Otho. I am a combat engineer. Uh, one of our three-man strong bounty hunter group. Um, I am the ship's engineer. I'm also the ship's sensor operator, as far as it goes. I um, have no medicurgy skills. (laughs) (laughs) Tony. Uh, I'm Salah Otto, brother of Yafet. Twin brother of. Twin brother of. Identical twin brother of. Uh, I'm an operative guardsman. So basically the muscle on the ship. I also have no medicurgy skills, which could become awkward later on, or culture, which I'm learning actually can be quite useful. Yes, I haven't got any culture either. But we're very uncultured. <laughs> and our third member of our group, um, uh, uh, Salem, isn't it? That's his name. Um, is our captain and pilot. He, uh, Andy, the character isn't he, uh, character. The the player isn't here today, unfortunately. Um, but Salem is the captain of the ship, Mukafar or Bounty, as she's called. Um, but he is not here today. So we're assuming he's made a very successful piloting role. I'm sure he has. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm making offerings of um, a meal, a song, and a dance to the dancer as part of my ritual in the chapel mm-hmm. with the door shut and locked. Show them the plan where the chapel is. So the chapel is on the uh, the third deck <clears> at <throat> the back um, next to the docking station with a big uh, window. Space window. The space window <laughs> on the back and on the top because this is the top of the ship as well. Oh I'm liking that. I'm liking that design. Have we got it on the model? No. Uh, no, not on the model, no. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm just seeing that in my the TV set, uh, the, the TV version of this. That I, <laughs> yeah. I yes. can imagine that chapel with a great big space window. And anybody and looking in is is watching me dance, sing, and have a meal at the same time. Right. <laughs> and you said you locked the door. Are you embarrassed by your dancing? 
No, actually, of course I'm not. No. Dave is, but Yafet isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jolly good. And that's to the dancer. Yes. So, which is, my, which is my icon. When you pray to the dancer, you will not only get a re-roll, but you will get one extra dice on those re-rolls. Okay, excellent. Oh, right, can I go and join in his ritual then? Because I'm also the dancer is also my. Yep. Okay. Uh, now remember, this chapel has spaces for all the icons, including the one that isn't there, the faceless one. The faceless one. Um, so, are you wanting to pray to the dancer or to anybody else? No, to the dancer again, yeah, because no, the dancer is my icon. Well, you are brothers, are so you would probably yeah. um, pray to. Although you are estranged brothers, aren't you? You've only just come back into contact with each other. Yes. You so have very different upbringings. So my my uh, Yafet was, I guess, sold by uh, his parents to um, Zalosian. Um, shipwright, I, I, I guess. I guess shipwrights, yeah, and was uh, uh, immediately sort of indentured as a shipbuilding technology you know, um, technician apprentice, and grew up there, um, spent my childhood there, and learnt my trade there, which has given me a, in effect, a stationary background, um, a sort of middle class background as a result of that. Whilst my parents and my brother come from plebeian background, I've actually had probably a, a better, a better upbringing, even though I was in, in effect a slave. Right, and Tony, t tell us about your character. <clears throat> so I remember a yeah, little bit. I would if I could remember. You were born so, up on Debaran. Um, yes, as Zenithian, which I guess that was. I was basically said with my family, did I not? Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that was So it. you got sold off, but I stay. Yep. But a Pablian, uh the generally first-come culture on Debaran didn't treat Zenithians terribly well. But if I recall, you became a policeman. Um, Sounds plausible. <laughs> bit, kind you of. need to write these things down, Tone. Yeah. And you've worked out these things and I seem to remember it's when we were talking about your character that I thought there were kind of two classes of policemen and there were some very fancy policemen that spent a lot of time riding around in lots of gold trim on their uniforms and looking very good and you weren't one of those because no. <laughs> you have to be a Debaran native to be one of those but you're more well they were Militia, using you in uh, yeah uh, they, they saw you as a uh, if you like a uh, Sort of refugee, they can they consider you know, you've got kind of refugee status on the Baron, and they they saw you as a sort of person who could work in the camps and keep an eye on on your fellow peasants. Yeah, Zenithians um, on the Baron. So although you have you were a, you had some of the training, you didn't get any of the status, if I recall. But you've given all that up, and you find yourselves working together um, now. I don't know what you think of each other. So you knew you, you knew your brother. You, you know <clears throat> that you knew he existed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not sure. Did we talk about how we got back together? We, I can't. We didn't really. So this ship is a the ship we've got. Mukafar is a Zalosian ship made in Karmaruk, potentially one that I worked on and helped design as uh, part of my apprenticeship, which has been taken by. Salem and me in helping me escape a punishment on Zalos. Um, he, I think that we agreed that Andy's character had been ordered to execute me for some reason. Mm -hmm. But because he, we've sort of grown up together and he knew me, he couldn't bring himself to do that. And that led him to sort of flee his, his Zalosian masters in order to to save me from, from being executed. And then once we were out, we started out as, as bounty hunters and perhaps went looking for my brother and ended up finding him. Mm. And then he joined he joined the group uh, uh, as the third member of our... And our, you have a particular problem, Tony, don't you, that kind of relates to that? Yeah, so my problem is Dark Secret, mm. which is I have a secret which I know about... <clears throat> about my brother so you're basically wanted for 
a crime of some sort. What crime was it? Some sort of murder? So well, my personal problem's got it. I've written it down as bounty hunters are after me for something I did not do. And it's because I look exactly the same as you, and it's mistaken identity. It's something that you did, yeah, so but they're after I, I me for it. it. That's right. Yeah. Right. So as a character, do you, I can't remember, do you know that I did it, or not yet? I don't know that you do, no, necessarily. As a player, you do, but as the character. Um, I don't know. We haven't really thought that deeply into yeah. it yet, have we? So no. I guess I mean, we can go with not. I might give a nice reveal moment sometime later on. Well, uh, my intention with this scenario is because we've just got two of you, uh, I thought it might be fun to try and do something that in a TV series might be called a bottle episode, focusing on a subsection of the crew. It's the sort of thing that in a TV series um, is where they're saving a bit of money by having uh, <laughs> a low key episode. And one of the ways they sometimes do that is they so don't do any outside broadcast, they do it all on the sets they've got built. Yeah. So if you imagine our fancy chapel set here, you know, we, <laughs> we spent a lot of money on that window looking out into space. We're going to blooming use it. Gonna film it now, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's my intention with this. So I, I am rather hoping actually that so we're doing a cheap exactly what it is <laughs> has gone on between you two yeah. and your histories might come out in this session. So I kind of think that my my dance to the dancer is a bit like a hacker. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of sort of Maori war, uh, aggressive, bestial kind of thing. Oh, because I think mine's more like a, a ballet. Okay, no, this no, is interesting. It isn't, by the way, that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like something. I'm a I'm a basically a thug. So yeah, so I think we both. Uh, have embraced the beast side yes. of the dancer icon rather than the uh, lovey-dovey, lovey, people in love side, because that doesn't really... Yeah, and if Tony, doesn't... if you shut your ears for a moment, uh, Dave, you, you, you've you said that your character might well have come across some uh, Nazarene learning. Yes. Um, so I'm just wondering whether how you came across that in the very authoritarian we only talk about the judge or the martyr uh, atmosphere of your Zelosian upbringing is there is there some forbidden text that you managed to steal or I, I yeah it's interesting I hadn't thought about it before but the thing that strikes me is so Nazarene sacrifice was destroyed 100 years previously as a, as a faction by the Zelosian Snodraconites yep well not 100 years about 60 odd years is it? Ago. okay um, and so I, I wonder if one of the other slaves that I was working with was a very old man who'd been captured and enslaved, who mm-hmm. was a devotee of the Nazarene sacrifice. And over the kind of, you know, like the, the campfire talking to him, he's mm-hmm. then gifted me with his. So, you know, the, the, little, the little the holy book that he saved. Nothing written, anything. Or, or, or maybe, yeah, maybe he's got a little holy book that he maybe saved. Mm. Um, from uh, from the days when when the faction was more powerful, and then he's given it to me, sort of like a weather-beaten tiny little book, you know, maybe the size of a mobile phone or something, mm. like a tiny little Bible thing that is a hundred years old now, and it's you know, maybe a prized possession of mine, perhaps. But also, I learned it all from him. Yeah, it could it could be the sort of thing that might get you a death sentence. Certainly in Zalos. Yeah, in Zalos, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe anywhere, maybe, but uh, so I think yeah. that might, that might, yeah, I yeah think that works okay. quite. I like that. That's okay. good. Right. So, um, uh, anything else you want to talk about while you're praying, or tell me about doing? So you've each you've each prayed to the dancer. Yeah. So as we say, uh, if you need to pray to the dancer again throughout the scenario, you'll get not just a re-roll when you push your dice. But also an extra dice. Is that every time we pray through the scenario? Every or time you pray a, to the a, dancer. To the dancer, not a. So um, if we think about the skills that the dancer <coughs> rolls, that's dodging, for example. I can't remember what else the the dancer looks after. So, so the dancer talent is evade, which is dodging incoming attacks. Yeah. Um, Should have looked at the page number. I looked at it again. Here we go. So, dancer represents the bond formed in the life union between two lovers, and also unbridled lust when appearing as the magician. 
Darker folklore speaks of the beast, representing mankind's true nature, and according to some, her inherent evil. Yeah, and uh, a dexterity test and a melee combat test. If you prey on either of those, you'll get an extra dice. Okay. You prey to the dark. What page is that on? That's on page 57. So that dexterity and melee Melee combat. combat. Which you might need. (laughs) Uh, Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. Okay, so... um, Excellent. So... You pray, you've done negotiation with the portal keepers, you have synchronised your flight pattern with the um, with the convoy, um, with the convoy thank yeah. you. Uh, and he's done a spectacularly successful <laughs> Salem has done a spectacularly successful um, First time for everything, ain't he's not even here to notice <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, and as is uh, fitting, uh, you uh, climb into your stasis chambers for the yep. actual journey. Where are your stasis chambers on your ship? So the stasis chambers are in the middle deck. So the so the top deck is the flight deck. The middle deck is called the boiler deck. That's where engineering, service station, workshop and everything is. And the stasis hold is in the middle of there. Right. So it's we're just down from the bridge. How many how many how many chambers have you got? Sixteen, in I think 16. it is. Cool. Okay. Sixteen stasis. Yeah. So you can I think well it's just I think it's 16. Seems quite a class. lot for a ship. Your no, it's site. at least 16. Is it? Class 3 ship, yeah. Okay. Hey, I haven't put them... Don't bother counting uh, eight, You've got 18 drawn on. <laughs> they're, they're indicative. <laughs> well, they're they're some here as well. Then, yeah, so, some, of those, um, some of those look like stasis beds, but they're actually the machinery that runs oh, the stasis bed. So it's, yeah, it's 16 stasis... 16 stasis beds. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway... Uh, Whatever happens, I don't know how stasis works, but you know, lights go out effectively. So the way the way I have done stasis is like in there's a book called Daybreakers mm-hmm. by Philip Jose Farmer. I think it was I lent it to you years ago, and the idea of the book is that you only live on one day, and so you share your apartment with seven with six other people. Mm-hmm. You're the Monday, so the next person <clears> is a Tuesday, and you go into your what is effectively a stasis thing. It's called being stoned. So you just press a button and zoom, it's almost instant. So that's the way I play stasis in my mm. in my campaign, rather than you know alien style, take three hours to plug yourself in and slowly go to sleep kind of stasis. So, but I guess up to you how you want to play it. Well, they talk about it, you know, the prep for pot jumps taking about four hours, so it could include that alien sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it does include. Something alieny in terms of you know one of those podule things with a glass cover on. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's going to be an important part of this adventure, particularly when. There's an interesting thing though in in the in the in my in my campaign with the instant way of doing stasis, it means that it did save their captain's life because mm. yeah, he was going to die in five, in five minutes, minutes, and they stuck him in stasis. To save his life. If it had been a three-hour process, process, he would have died. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm not sure that the process of getting in, because obviously, you know, you're doing this piloting role. And then obviously the pilot, at least, is rushing back getting to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not then going to spend three hours no. doing it. Is it? Well, well, maybe, I don't know. But um, no, I think it's a relatively instant get in, but you are in one of those sort of pods. Yes. Yeah, that's... Um, and... Obviously, generally, the lights come on and you wake up once the um, trip is over. But in your separate podules, the two of you wake up and the lights are not on. Who's been fucking about with my ship? (laughs) Okay, can I... um, Have I ever seen anything like this before? No. Can I have a technology role to run through what some of the options for why this might be? You may indeed have a technology role. Okay. I will actually spend some darkness points for this incident occurring. So just one thing I'm going to try and do is almost everything the GM does, I am going to (coughs) um, be controlled by darkness points. Okay. So even though this is, if you like, written into the scenario, it it still costs me... A darkness point. Two in this case. Uh, It sounds bad. It does (laughs) sound promising. Okay, so I get... um, 
Eight dice. I don't suppose I can use my advanced tools to help me in this circumstance, can I? No, no, you are I guess in your chamber in at the moment. Okay. So the pod is still shut. Your pod is still shut, yes. Okay, so do we kind of manually, when we come out of stasis, do we kind of manually control opening? Oh, normally, no, the pod, the lights <coughs> come on, the pods okay. come up. And okay. I was thinking more like the alien thing, yeah. but without all the plugging in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me see if I can diagnose what's going on. So I've got one success there. What do I... Okay, if you one success, this is, this is not normal. It appears, from what you can work out, that your stasis bed has malfunctioned in some sort of way. Okay. Um, you fear... Yeah, if, if, you know, it, it could be... Oh, well, you know, the lights aren't working, and we've all woken up in our separate pods, but, you know, something's gone wrong in the opening. But your gut feeling is you might still be in transit. Okay, might still be in portal space. Yeah. And we've woken up. Yeah. That's not good. That sounds bad. <laughs> <clears throat> That's why I gave okay. you two darkness points back. <laughs> Go back to sleep! <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there are controls, I imagine. You know, when, when you do this thing, you lie in the stasis bed, you press a thing, and, and whatever yeah. happens. Um, so has the has the cycle on my stasis bed gone through its routine? No. So it hasn't kind of woken me up at the right no, moment. No, no. It, it appears to be a malfunction on the stasis bed itself. Okay, because I probably don't really know any of this because I I know nothing. Yeah. Unless so what I'm, are you unless doing? Unless I've got then? someone. You, you've to woken up or, in or the shoot. dark. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a loss. Um, so do I have like a button to open the pot? Can I? That I would know about. Uh, yeah, well, mm, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so the pod still normally, closed. you know, you press a button to close the pod, and then the pod opens when you wake up. Mm. And so, no, you're feeling, I think, possibly a little trapped in the pod. Okay, so so there's okay. I just try pressing some buttons and push the push the door. Okay. See if I can uh, get can it I, open. Can I see him doing this? Well, I mean, if you're Again, how much can you hear through the pod? Is it totally soundproof? I don't think it's necessarily totally soundproof. No, I think... So you might hear... So you, you, you start pressing the button. Absolutely no reaction at all. So it's kind of something... That yeah, I'm just going to try and push to see... Not too hard, because I don't really want to break anything, but yeah. just enough to see if I can... If I can so you can, hear, you can hear somebody else <coughs> thumping. Okay. I'll obviously try and have a look out through the pod to see if I can okay. see... I'm gonna uh, see what is anyone else up and about. Okay, I'm gonna shout across and say, Salah, stay in the pod. I'm not sure that we're out of portal space yet. What? How do we feel? How do I feel? Um, you feel fine. <laughs> um, I'm gonna shout. What do we? What do we think's happened? Have we been? Have we been boarded? Is this a malicious action or, or is it just a malfunction? Obviously, you might not call out to Salem because you know he's not going to answer because his player isn't here. But I'm assuming you do actually call out to Salem. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, I would just call out to anyone. And it appears it's only the two of you that are awake. That's convenient, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, nice little <laughs> plot device to make sure keep Andy out of the way. <laughs> I think the first thing I'm going to do is wake Andy up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need our captain in this situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. Can I? Are there, are there any? So on on the walls, are there any uh, sort of control panels that I can see from where I am that would be showing, to you know, the the cycle of where the ship is. Um, and all the lights off on all the pods. And would there be? I mean, would oh, there be? Well, okay, so if you're looking out, yeah, so would there be? Out. Yeah. Yes. No, it looks like a run of pods, including yours. The lights are off, but you can see other sort of monitoring lights and you know blinking lights. So it's not the whole ship. And it's not and, all, and the, not all, all the, the pods. All the pods. You know, if if you recall yeah. whichever one um, Salem Clyde into, that seems to be functioning normally from. From the fact that you know there's a little green, yeah, occasionally yeah. flashing light on there. Okay. There isn't any anything on the ship where the light, the lighting, the ambient lighting changes whilst we're in portal space. Uh, well, there is. Yeah, I mean, generally the lights go out while you're in portal space. 
And the lights are out. And the lights are out, yeah. Except for these little... Yeah, the little blinking Winking stuff. lights, okay. Should we just try and get out of our pods and find two that are working and get back in the fucking <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. So can I... Can if I, we're in King Portal space, yeah. we go mad. Yeah, that's not good. We've got to do that before the icons find us. Um, Matt, I'm going to try... Use my tech skill to try and open my pod without destroying it. Just try okay. and pop the, pop the case. Um, make a make a roll. Okay, that's yeah. two successes. Okay, so you, you do that reasonably well. Um, your your intention was to to pop the lid without breaking it. Yes. And uh, if it had been one success, I might have said you you don't not break it. Uh, but here, two successes. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, it's manual. Yeah, you know, you, you, you work well, out where the. very careful that I break the signal just to see if there's no, make sure there's atmosphere. In the, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah a bit of explosive decompression. Well, exactly, that'd be fun. No, there it? is an atmosphere. Um, your reckoning is probably that it's not being processed, because obviously there's no need to maintain the atmosphere and cycle carbon dioxide out. Um, but you know, it's got as much oxygen in the atmosphere as as it went, you know, when okay. you, when you got into your pods. This is this is out of gas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we need a part, and I've been gut shot. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, so yeah. we can start having flashbacks about how we joined the ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice, good game, Matt. Thanks for that. What should we do for the rest of the afternoon? No, you've got to play the flashbacks. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad your scenario idea lasted about half an hour, Matt. Well done. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay, so uh, now I'm assuming that because we just get in and out of this thing, I'm I'm kind of dressed in whatever I was, or my gear is just here. Yeah, do we get in the pods like with a fully clothed with like a weapons and everything as well? Because um, I would do that if I could. Keep my weapons with me in case of trouble. You generally keep your stuff in your cabins, I think, to be brutally honest. You know, you don't you don't particularly get into your pyjamas to go into stasis because it's a relative, you know, mm. it, it, it's a weird form of sleep. You know, you, you want to be ready to function when you're out, but I'm not convinced necessarily your weapons will be there. I think, I think I'll keep a weapon at least nearby. I mean, you, at least yeah, in, I mean, in the locker next your, to the... If you, if you use your thing as a holstered weapon, then I think you might have a holstered weapon. You might have all your weapons. Yeah. You know, you've got your carry. You know, at the end of the day, actually, you've got an equipment list that talks about what you might be carrying. I think some, maybe some of the larger weapons you might just put in your cabin for the moment. But um, the only weapon I've got is a Vulcan cricket. Having that. That's yeah. That's that, that's that's fine. Yeah. So I, and I've got just a pistol on my brass knuckles. And all the other stuff that's on my list is stuff that I. I see. I don't see. I don't know because I, I would. How how paranoid am I being flying around these ships? So, would I be wearing my exo shell on board the ship? Would you better fit in the stasis pod? In well, I might. Yeah, have to, I, I might have to have got out of it to get in the stasis yeah. pod. But it might be there, hanging up in a rack that I can then just put back on. I've got a sneaking suspicion that you're relatively relaxed, and it would be sitting where you keep it normally which is probably your cabin or maybe a ready station somewhere near the gym where you're um you're an engineer aren't you so yeah. where so engineering engineer sits okay but on that basis i've got my pistol and my brass knuckles but i don't have the rest of it i think that potentially yeah, got be fair. you might have pocket. you might have you know some tools you got okay tool? yeah advanced tools yeah. yeah and i've got i've got my teddy bear as well you could take me into stasis. Your teddy bear. Never mind. Is this a flashback, man? Yeah, but it's not flashing all the way back to Bright and Revisited. Okay. Um. Okay. I'll go. I'll go and try and release Tony then. 
Okay. Okay, that's one success. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay, cool. Right, you well, sorry, bro. Any idea what's going on? Uh, are we still in? Are we still in? I don't know. Portal space. The ship is the ship is behaving as if we're still in portal space. Should we? So I think we need to go to the bridge and see where the fuck we are, and then engineering to fix whatever's going on. Well, are there still rows of, of status pools that appear to be operational that aren't that are empty? So we well, for cost of the dark this point, I'm going to say there is one that's operational. <laughs> There's you, you basically got a you know a row of stasis pods, however it's laid out around the room. Andy had taken has the one nearest the door because he's kind of the last person to get in after yeah. piloting. He, so he's in that one there then. Um, so th that one's operational. The next the one next to him is where he stored the statuette that you recovered. Uh, that one. He put that in, in a stasis. Yeah, he yeah, because we thought because we thought it's it. probably dangerous, so we better put it mm. in stasis. I remember, yeah. So do you think it, this stress has caused a problem? It might. Yeah, and it's interesting that you know if okay. there's a sort of <coughs> circuit here and mm. something. So the only one that's working is the one that Sandy's in. Yeah. All the rest of them are offline. Yeah. Including ours, obviously. So should we take the statue yeah. out of the? Because we could try to repair okay. that, but if the statue is causing a problem, we might not be able to. So you tell me you're the tech, tech guy. Just... Okay, can I have a look at... So is the one that the statue's in working? Sorry? The one that the statuette is in, is that working? No, that that's that that's blown. In fact, that probably has... you know Broken. Some, you, you can see <clears> that that's... Um, there's, you know, there's a kind of smoke damage type... Um, thing to that. So we could take obviously it's, if its stasis pod is not working anyway, there's no real benefit from leaving it in there. We could take it out. Okay, can I look at the? Okay, can I try and repair that stasis pod? Can I or can I see what what caused the problem? The one that the statuette's in. Make a make a technology roll. I've got my tools now. Yeah. That's two successes. Yeah, you can see that uh, with a bit of time, um, th this pod has has blown. Actually, there's there's considerable like a, damage through its systems, and obviously it's not like gone. overheated or um, fuse gone kind of thing. Or yeah, fuses, but more, you know, worse damage than that. Yeah, uh, 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 all sorts of things. A little cascade of stuff's gone on, and part of that cascade. Has been to knock out everything else, right? But you think with a bit of time you could uh, repair your bypass the system and basically take take that stasis pod out of the loop and restart the other ones. Right. Okay. But by time, how long do I think? Hmm. Make another technology roll. Two successes again, and Jesus. lots of fives. Three fives. <laughs> How close? It's <laughs> <laughs> getting three successes. <laughs> or oh, five successes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to take a couple of hours. Okay. Now, from my knowledge of just how these ships work in, in portal space, how quickly should it go through the portal from one point to the next? Yeah, what would the kind of perceived time be? Well, in portal space, or do we? Or do we just the perceived time is pretty instantaneous. So we actually got how long portal travel takes? No, I don't think we do. I've I've always worked on the assumption it's instantaneous for my campaign, but that, that, there's nothing to suggest. It could be that. instantaneous when you're, you know, from the point of view of kind of seeing where it disappears at one end and appears at the other. But that's your perceived time of one. In the minute, oh, that's space. true. Could be. Could be different. No, yeah, that's yeah. True. That's what I was going to say. So if you're, if you're okay. awake during the night, um, feel like longer than it yes. seems from outside. Yes, you are in you are in a space where, at the very least, uh, time runs differently. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just the answer is I don't know. Let me just I'm just checking in the books about travel times. 
Uh, takes about a day. Okay. So, um, so yeah, travel between two portals in the system takes about one day, and yeah. the preparations yeah. before the jump time for the also take yeah. about a day. Usually spent waiting for a convoy to come up. But you've done that. You've done that today. But yeah. Uh, so, the ship's time. What's been the, the elapsed time since we got into the stasis pods to now? Um, it's been a, an hour or two into the flight. So we're looking at most of a day still in. Yeah. If we are in portal space, so we. I think we need to go. And, uh, I guess we are into portal portal space. <coughs> <coughs> That's the only way we wouldn't be was if we had all it. We it is actually got. I mean, how how long between us getting in the stasis pods and entering the portal is there? Not so, long, I guess. So not long. Not long. An hour or two at the most, I yeah. suppose. Probably you, less. You than the kind captain. of point your ship. Mm. Do your calculations and press go. Press yeah. go, and you've got. Then you get the hell of the stasis. Some minutes, planning to get in there. Yeah. So, so the pretty, pretty sure that we're in portal space. So. It does seem likely, doesn't it? As far as we can tell. Yeah, I mean, there's still a chance that you might have gone through and just the ship's malfunction on yeah. the way out. But um, <coughs> gut feeling we, that we would know how how long the kind of shipboard elapsed time would be for portal jump. Yeah, because we've got clocks and stuff on the ship, so that would be knowledge that would be. Well, except I don't know whether. Let's assume time isn't running differently. Yeah, the, the clock is counting down to about 20, 22 hours before um, these. You've got little clocks on the outside of the stasis thing that seem to be suggesting that yeah. time is running normally. But of course, if there's a different perception of time here. Then <coughs> um, other things might be going on outside portal space. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm saying is the elapsed time on the ship is more than the elapsed time outside the portals when you go through a portal. Yeah, now so I basically think you go to the portal and you instantly arrive at the other end of it, but actually on the ship, kind of a day has passed. No, I think it takes a day to appear. Okay, so the so elapsed time outside the ship is the same as the elapsed yeah, time on board. I think so. Reading, and, it, and it's a day. Reading this on page, um, for those of you who are following, um, page 138. Um, just while it's gone, I'll just describe to you a kind of voice you get in your head. Hmm. <coughs> oh, don't this point. Good at this point. Can you trust your brother? This isn't mm. something he's done, is it? What do I perceive about this voice? Does it kind of does it sound like a almost like I'm hearing a physical voice? Does it sound kind of male, female? Is it something I recognise? Do I have a feeling about? Is it's it not a voice of, you recognise? It's definitely a voice, uh, something other. It's not. Yes. You, well, you don't think it's your own doubt, or if it's your own doubt, it's it's externalised. Mm. And it sounds kind of charming, plausible, arguable, well, very difficult to work out whether it's male or female. It definitely feels of the icons, as it were. Is it the dancer? Maybe it's the dancer telling you to um, maybe answering your prayers? Could be. Could be that. Could be that thing. You haven't got culture, have you? <coughs> I've got no culture at all, me, no. And it's an advanced skill, isn't it? it is. Yes. Yes, yeah. I can't even dodge it. Is this a scenario where you're going to need some culture? Um, you may find it helps you recognise stuff. We haven't got none, <laughs> I think, between us. I think there's a experience points to be spent there at some point. Ah, right. Where were we? So, um, yeah, it's dark. Uh, yeah, okay. So in my tools, have I got a flashlight or something? Yes, I think you've got a flashlight. 
um, but um, but yes, the, the the ship is is in portal mode, which is most life support systems are down. So how? Not gravity. I'm switching. I'm just, I, I think I should have said gravity was down as well. But. Too late now. <laughs> now you're out to things. Yeah. Um. How long can we survive on the ship without, with just what's here? Well, just the two of you. I'll make a technology roll again, I guess. So you're kind of calculating. I guess I can't use my tools for this one, can I? No. This is this is just a, a knowledge. knowledge based thing. I'm gonna push that because I do I'm gonna pray because I okay. need I need to know, I think. Okay, two successes. Yeah, you you feel pretty confident that on on the ship as it stands at the moment there's enough air just around with enough oxygen in it that you two aren't gonna um, we can survive 24 hours. You can survive 24 hours. It'll feel bloody stale when everybody else wakes up and the systems come on. <clears throat> uh, okay. Although the systems are likely probably to come on and start processing a little bit before yeah. you guys wake up. So, you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a volume. It's not, it's not a small ship, so it's quite a volume yeah, here. Yeah. Light could be a thing that you want to sort out. Yeah. So, no lights on throughout the ship as well as we can see? No. By the way, I'm definitely my next character that I create this game is definitely going to have some culture. <laughs> <laughs> Does seem to quite be a limiting thing. Yeah, not having that anywhere. Well, next experience point. You know, in two or three <coughs> scenarios when you finally end. <laughs> Alec, I've already I've already acted in accordance with my icon, <laughs> so that's at least one point. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rules Fascist, you. Anyway, moving on. Um, so I guess we, what we need to do is just go and power up the ship. Power up the life support and the lights and stuff. Yeah? Yep. I assume that will be in engineering? I guess so, yep. So I... Yeah, okay, it's just weird, isn't it? I'm just trying to think... If we're in if we're in portal space, uh, we're not being boarded by somebody human, because how would they be able to do it? Uh, if we're in portal space, it then means it's probably something supernatural. Yeah, that's not reassuring thought. No, so the quicker we get, yeah. Well, the alternative is that I just repair these stasis pods and we just go straight back to sleep. Yeah, alternative. It maybe is it just this statue is just. <clears throat> In some ways, scattered the system, so we need to get it out of there and put it somewhere. Like on the ship, far away from the stasis like pods. Andy's cabin. Uh, out of the airlock. <laughs> it's worth a lot of money. <coughs> yeah, it's just throwing it away. Well, we don't know for sure that it is, do we? No, it's a bit suspicious, though, isn't it? Well, I know nothing about. But I can, I can, I can. I can mind like mine. It's, it's going to take me the same amount of time to reroute the power around that pod so moving it out of the pod doesn't really doesn't okay, make any fine. difference for us so it could just be the best thing is that I do that we hold up here and we just go straight back into stasis the minute but is there something else weird going on <coughs> are we still in state you know, we, I'm not, we might not even be in I think we need to find out if we're still in portal space okay do we need to go to the bridge to check Probably, that do you yeah. think yeah for a, for a sensor roll. I've got data gin. Yeah, good. <laughs> Two things I can do. I can check the sensors and I can repair the ship. Right, what route are you taking to the bridge? I guess the most direct one. So come out from the stasis hold up to the sort of the ladders here. Or I think I sort of thought, because each of these squares is supposed to be five foot square. So it's a bit like a narrow castle kind of uh, spiral staircase, mm -hmm. maybe with a uh, like a iris valve on it to get into it, so it can compartmentalise a ship if we have decompression. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Put the darkness <laughs> point down. Yeah, stop away <laughs> for the darkness. <laughs> 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 
You don't want any trouble. Just drop it on the floor and kick it, kick it over to me. Uh, at the other end of the corridor over there, are those oh, well, steps? Those are steps up. So basically, this level is... The way I've designed it yeah. is... Um, it's all going to have a very sort of Nostromo feel mm-hmm. in terms of height. But the cargo hold That's is obviously... Really appropriate. It's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be much higher. Right. So this is yeah. basically reflecting that engineering is on top of the cargo hold. On top hold. of the cargo hold, yeah, gotcha. Um, which is higher than, which has got more space yeah. in it, and it's, it can take yeah. more stuff. So that's what this is. So actually, I think in part of the design, the service station bit here is possibly over the top of the stasis hold, but mm-hmm. oh, just the way I've done it. So. so yeah, so those are steps going up. <clears throat> so we notice something over there, do we? <clears throat> so as... I've got my weapon drawn ready because I'm paranoid. Yeah, I think so. On. I think so too. As actually. you come out of that door, yeah. I'm not sure that you would have your weapon drawn, but you oh, might I'm, have your weapon. I'm very. Drawn. I got my weapon drawn because I'm. This is, I'm this very is, suspicious about what's u- going on. Yeah, here. this is uber weird. And I've no idea what's going on. I'm very on edge. So okay. I've got my weapon drawn. Yeah, I think so too. You hear something up there. Don't see it, but you can hear something moving about. Can I have an observation to try and understand what it? Might okay. Be. I would as well. That's um, six dice for me. Find me. Nope, no successes. One success for me. Okay, it's Dave. It sounds to you like an animal. You, Tony. So, sounds like an animal. Like an animal? An animal. Sounds like an animal. Like <clears throat> a big animal or a little animal? Um, Is it like a deep growling thing or is it no, it's, is it it's it's movement it's, I can it's hear rather than something padding noise. around so probably quite your a big animal feeling for us to is hear. that it's not a rat it's bigger than a rat okay it's smaller than an elephant about the size of a I tell you what yeah, no, you're, you're, you're plebeian you're planet wise it sounds like a pretty big dog okay um You can't see it. No. How much? How much? Have you got bigger weapons and stuff in your cabin? Uh, no, that's just the only weapon I've got. Have you got armor and stuff in your cabin that we want to go and get? <clears throat> uh, I think probably yes. Yeah, so I have armor, but presumably yeah. I'm not wearing it at the moment. Okay, let's let's okay let's head for the bridge. So we're coming around here to this staircase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going up it, I'm going to shut the iris valve behind us, mm-hmm. and that will bring us up here into the communal area on okay. the flight deck. I'll go up first with my weapon. Okay. Yep. Um, you want to do that sneakily, don't you? Just want to do it quickly, actually. <laughs> quickly or sneakily? What's your What's your choice? Um. So what have we got here? Infiltration. I've got no infiltration. So um, <coughs> I'm no. I've got. I want to be. No, I've got agility of five. So. I think we should be quick. Yeah. Let's go. And get that valve shut behind us quickly. Yeah. So dexterity rolls. Okay. I do, yeah, and I've, we get a plus one. No, you, don't, you get a plus one on prayer. Ah, uh, it's not so on the roll. Plus one on the re-rolls. Ah, okay. Yeah, don't get a, not on the first roll. Though, so I get one. four dice then in total, but if I re-roll, I get an extra die. So I've got a agility, a dexterity of one and a agility of three. Okay, yeah. So I get four. Okay. I've got three successes on that. I've got okay. one success. Okay. So, um, a waste of three sixes <laughs> in one so, on getting here without being eaten. Well, that's no, not no, a bad no. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> you'll need that extra success because uh, you run for it. You're obviously ahead of the game because you're faster than your brother in this run. You're you up the stairs, but you've made some noise up the ladder, but you made some noise, and you can hear this growl almost as soon as you're out of the door. And so at the place where we're heading to, or the growl from no, engineering from, from, from behind, okay. and suddenly you, you you can hear it pounding round. You're a bit slower, um, but as he as um, sorry, what's your character name? Salah. Salah. As Salah grabs your wrist and hoiks you through the airlock, uh, you you see Good something hatch. like a weird dog, black as the devil shiny carapace is it a dog is it an insect weird i mean nothing like nothing you've <laughs> seen the yeah I mean, and it's door. kind of it it, it yeah. comes to the bottom of the stairs just as you get yanked up and close the thing so uh weird dog insect thing that got on board while we're in portal space it's, that doesn't sound like a good thing to me it doesn't sound like a good thing at all 
It sounds like a very bad thing. Okay, coming out to this common area then. Weapon drawn, being very cautious. Having a look okay. around, listening. Okay, make a make a uh, observation roll. Yep. Observation six. Oh, a lot of fives. Five fives. Uh, no successes for me either. It looks clear. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll the initiative. <laughs> okay. You're going first then, because you're the tough guy. Yeah. Well, I'm quite tough. Oh, no, I'm not that tough, really. <clears throat> I pretend to be tough. Well, I have really good shooting and hitting things. Mm. So. Those are my main skills. Cool. Okay, let's... Um, Tony will go, go first. I'm heading for that door on the far side of the communal area. Doing. I've got my flashlight, so I'm panning it around just okay. to see if... I'm, I'm working on the assumption that they're going to find us in the dark anyway, so it doesn't actually matter having a bit of a flashlight. Yeah, okay, get to that door. Yep. It was heading, heading for the heading for our cabins and for the bridge. Okay. Which cabin did you want? Well, they all look the same size, don't they? I don't know. Cabin three. I guess Salem should have cabin one. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, so we get, you get to your cabins without incident. Okay. okay I'm going to go and get my armor on. Yeah, putting my exosuit on. <clears throat> Getting my security tablet and my shield. Uh, I'm clicking my proximity sensor. Okay. And What's my, the proximity sensor do? It's a thing that senses the proximity of objects. I'm so it's the thing that goes beep. It's beep. like a, it's the thing out of alien, basically, <laughs> where you detect the aliens approaching. <laughs> That's handy. I've <laughs> got one of those. Yeah, it's the. And I've also got a modulation mask. I can't remember what that does. What? Uh, a modulation mask. I think when you when you're when you're begging for death, it doesn't. It makes you sound less of a pussy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something something like that. That sounds really useful. Yeah. I, I can see why I took that. <laughs> And the recon probe as well. So I think we need some grenades, don't you? Yes, and I've got a communicator. Have you got a communicator? Yes. Okay, coming With a plus three encryption on it. Yeah, that's what you were. Because it's the recon probe. A little drone you could, we can send out to have a look around. Yeah. But I think if we're following the tweaked gearhead talent I'd have had to have spent one of my successes making it enduring so it'd have to be a plus two encryption rather than a plus three okay I think it might be a plus two encryption so okay cool let's do that so um, re what was it a mod recon um, drone modulation mask and recon probe recon probe a modulation mask is a necklace that protects a modulated projects a modulated image in front of the wearer's face Making it easier to disguise yourself. Okay, don't really care yeah. about that. Weak on this used to scout out the surrounding <coughs> area. Hovers thanks to a small grav unit, powered by a cell that needs changing after two hours. The probe can be remote controlled up to extreme range. The operator's observation score is tested to determine how detailed the probe's observations are. Okay, that could come in handy. That could come in very handy. Yes. In fact, we could search the ship with it. Yeah, exactly. That's my thought. From somewhere. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The door locked. <laughs> and proximity sensor, is that the Proximity sensor, yeah. Scans several spectra of the surroundings and displays detailed live information about train vehicles and individual persons in the area. Information is not exact enough to identify someone. It has two modes. Active. Um, mode covers extreme range in open terrain and forests. Sensor allows the operator to test technology to find hidden things in her surroundings. Passive, long range, is less risky to the user when it reveals the user's location. So basically there's an act active mode which uses technology to test, to find things. Yes, well, my technology 
Just give us not the best. Well, it's just I feel like it doesn't exist, so I can't use that. But I can. You can, so you can use it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think yeah right. <clears throat> okay, we're here now. Let's get onto the bridge and just check where the hell we are. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do a sensor sweep. Okay. And see, are we? Where are we in space? So data gin. That's one plus six plus five. Sorry, gives you six. <laughs> Shall I pray for that? I think we probably probably should on this occasion. Yeah. I think. A great dancer. Give me the insight to know what I need to know. That's more like it. Three successes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, now, weirdly, yeah. thank you very much. Stop it. <laughs> weirdly, um, you almost broke the sensors. The feedback from what is obviously... Portal there's not space. much science on portal space because not many people have come out of it without going... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but this is, portal it, space. It, this is really hard to understand okay. and you almost screwed your sensors up, but luckily uh, you saved it. But yeah, you are pretty convinced you're in portal space. <laughs> We're in fucking portal space. Uh, and in fact, you've, you've even managed to record it. So there's suddenly a bit of extra... Because you've got three critical yeah. success. So um, recorded some data about yeah the foundation space. will be ah. really interested in in what you've downloaded but it is just weird in a way that I can't describe I yeah. think it's probably quite multicolored um, okay it's not dark but well, it well, is dark maybe, maybe but the colors there a window actual kind of physical window we can there is yeah, yeah. The, bridge. the bridge the bridge is all one big so if you mentioned yeah. this is the bridge here and you kind of step down into it so. We're sort of sitting along the front there with great big windows. Across so the what do we see? It looks pitch like? black, but actually you realise it's a million different colours of black yeah. in a way. So it's yeah. kind of like a fractal Portland thing. But it, it, it actually, the more you look at it, mm. the brighter the colours get, the more you notice the reds and vermilions and stuff. Okay. And the less time you want to spend awake. Yes. Yeah. So what the hell is that? In so this beast. Fact. Is... I'm going to say. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to do an. You. We've. We've got mind points, haven't we? Mm. I'm going to say that this is a. This is an attack on your mind points in some way. But I'm going to run it. Just looking at this stuff through the windows. How am I going to run this? It's not a real. Attack. Do we have kind of shutters we can bring down on windows? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We must have blast, blast shutters or something. I'm shutting the blast shutters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good thinking. Because, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And from now on, I'm going to rig it when we're in portal space that all the blast shutters come down automatically, automatically before we enter. Yeah. Um, Just in case we wake up again. Yeah. Don't worry. I've done this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you really want to screw Andy over at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's the thing with the environmental stuff? What's that called? That's a spending darkness points with um, wrath of nature or something. Yeah. Basically, it's a catch-all. You can just spend a point or more to do whatever you feel like. Yeah, that's kind of feel what I feel we ought to be doing. Because I, it's just um, interesting. Because uh, if you'd read that email of mine, yeah. <laughs> you would have seen the things that I've got either written or in planning for future podcasts. Yeah. Also. And one of them is a much more detailed look at how you could run being awake in portal space. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because the rules are really quite thin. Yeah. And what I've, what I've found is it kind of implies that there's only a one in, a two in six chance of being fucked up by it, which doesn't seem to play <clears> with in the way that... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's got to be a much greater chance. The chance of surviving it must be minuscule. Or surviving it unscathed. So, uh, what was it called? That thing. Where's the spending darkness points bit? Um, spending darkness points. Um, oh, I just don't really remember off the top of my head actually. But it is basically um, the nature's wrath one. Is is is. Is it nature's wrath? It is. Yeah. It's a it's a environmental thing that allows you to do whatever you please. There we go. What page? Uh, it is on page 
Three, four, six. Okay. Something dangerous in the environment around the PC suddenly affects them. It could be collapsing beams or a landslide. Costs one to three DP, depending on the level of danger. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going. I, I I want this to to have caused you some stress. So okay. I'm spending three <coughs> DP. Yep. Um, and it. Uh, and I think this is going to be on your observation skills. Um. But so, what what dice would you normally roll on your observation skill? I'd roll six. I'd roll five. Okay, so you roll two, Tony, and you roll three. Okay, we might be giving him his darkness points back. Okay, oh, we just need some successes. So we have to we have to roll now. Um, yes. So this is this is the effect of looking upon portal looking space. Looking upon the yeah. portal space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One success. Okay. No okay, so you you said you were closing the blast. Yeah. Shields. You're doing that because you're realising that. Can I pray? He is staring at that. <laughs> pray. Give me a darkness point. Can get one of those back already. Oh, there we go. No. Uh, so take a. What should we do? How many? How many Ooh. stress points? <sighs> <laughs> It's funny that we're twins, but you've got nine hit points. I've got six, and you've got six. Well, that's, that's kind of, you know, it's the training you've done as well. Isn't oh, yeah, it? yeah, true, true. The environment makes a big yeah. impact on that, not just a... Yeah, that's true. Three. Take three stress points, or mind points, whatever they are. Okay. Okay. Um, now, how can we restore stress? Yeah. So as, as they're shutting, I'm saying, saying, "Look at me, brother! Look at me!" Yeah, well, no, you've 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 shut the things yeah. down, and immediately the effect is off there. But you are just a bit faced um, by looking into that. Oh, we need to sort this out. Get Don't challenge the icons, brother. Oh, didn't think it was. God, give me something to shoot. Let's get back to <laughs> What's your biggest gun? Vulcan Cricket. Vulcan Cricket. Okay. Uh, Alright, okay. Um, Shall we send them a recon probe out to have a look around the ship? Yeah, I, I wonder. Uh, do you want to go back in stasis with these things? We don't know what they are wandering around our ship. Mm. Have you got command? No. Right, that can help people recover mind points. Okay. Can I just use my empathy? Can't you wake the captain up? <laughs> yeah, let's get the captain yeah, up. Show him what's out the window. <laughs> yeah, like, Captain, wake up, say some nice things to him, and go back to sleep. <laughs> and Medicurg yeah. can also. Give him an inspiring motivational speech, and then. Can I, can I, I guess I can't just try and use empathy. Um, just generally, I know command and medicurg are both advanced skills, but can you no, manipulate? I don't think so. Manipulation to try and persuade me to put something together. I don't have manipulation. I've got a bit of empathy. empathy How much empathy? Three. You automatically recover one mind point per hour when resting. If you have suffered a breakdown that has gone down to zero yeah. mind points, you run a risk of permanent trauma. Um, you roll one die on the result of one. Can I can I get a empathy roll to try and help him by saying, "Pray with me, brother." Yes. Yeah. Pray to the icons. Yeah, he, for... he prayed to the icons. So we saw him pray. <laughs> Just all he needs to do this is, is role be playing in a relaxing play rather than yeah <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> Out of stasis in portal space with a thing giant dog trying to eat us. <laughs> That's really chilling. That is. Well, it is chilling, but in the wrong kind of way. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Pull yourself together, <laughs> Tough love. <laughs>
You have been listening to The Coriolis Effect, presented by Fiction Suit with the RPG Gods, with music by Stars on a Black Sea, used with permission of Free League Publishing. Imagery from NASA and the Hubble Space Telescope, brought to you by Wikimedia Commons. Typeface is code by Font Fabric.